0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to FF 89.3 with Adrian Abraham and Lin Li Time now for why it matters and we love a survey Today we are looking at findings from Singapore Management University's 5th Annual Public Cleanliness Satisfaction Survey of 2022
1: You may have come across this in the news that more people are returning their trays and crockery every time they ate at a coffee shop or hawker centre in 2022 In fact, 95% of over 2,000 people who were polled in that survey are doing so.
0: The survey took in the respondents' perceptions of cleanliness from July to October 2022 amid the COVID-19 pandemic, including how clean they perceive Singapore to be across public domains such as parks and green spaces, MRT or LRT stations, food outlets and malls or hawker centres and toilets and after events like the National Day Parade.
1: People were also asked about the reasons behind their personal evaluations and who they thought should be held responsible for these evaluations, among other things.
0: Well, the big question is have we elevated to another level of being socially responsible if there were no fines implemented here would we still be cleaning up after ourselves or would we only do it to avoid being fined to share her insights on the matter we have on the line professor paulin strawn sociology professor at the singapore management university and co-lead of this study good morning
2: Hi, good morning, Adrian, and thank you for having
1: me. Welcome to the show, Prof. Good to have you with us. Prof, that finding on 95% of all survey respondents returning their trays and crockery every time they ate at a coffee shop or hawker centre in 2022. Now, this is a 46% increase from the number in 2021. But an important point to note is that a fine was introduced at the beginning of 2022. So what do you make of this finding? How much of this is social responsibility, or is it largely due to the fine?
2: I think we're getting there, as uh, you know, as a, a fairly young nation. I think we're getting there, you know, to the aspiration of being a very gracious society. Mm-hmm. So, with regards to trade return or the clean table campaign, probably the truth is somewhere in between, right? I think mm-hmm. we are growing awareness that we should and must do our part if mm-hmm. we want to live in a clean and uh, you know safe space. But concurrently, whenever there is too much noise, then rules and regulations are. Important important because they set boundaries and they established norms so trade return is one such example we've been following Singaporeans uh, response to this challenge and in the 2021 survey much of the concern and the complaints was that they didn't know what to do or rather we didn't know what to do right we're not certain mm. are we supposed to return the trade we can't find the trade return or you know the staff at the establishments come in and clear it for us so is it real our job so all that uncertainty was put to rest Mm. when there was a law streamed on board right so i don't think it's so much the fine but rather the establishment of the norms Mm. so i think that's a very positive step forward if if you can link this back to our queuing culture Mm. same thing right We didn't used to queue. You know, you you guys are a lot younger. So we didn't used to queue. We used to just push our way to the front (laughs) and the one who gets to the front will get their food first. And then there were rules set in. And now we can't imagine not queuing in Singapore. And there's no law enforcement around us, right? Mm -hmm. But we police each other. We encourage each other. And we, each of us, you know, establish our rights, right? You know, once Mm -hmm. we're in a space for queuing, we won't let someone else cut unless there was a good reason. Mm. So I think this is the beginning of a shift in cultural expectations and behavioural change. I think that once norms are established, many of us will not pause when we are waiting for a table mm-hmm. to gently nudge the person who is leaving to bring their belongings with them. So I, I'm excited. Let's continue to embrace this change.
0: Yeah, every time a queue, must join. FOMO. <laughs> that's what we refer to. Yeah. Additionally, 84% of respondents said they believed that the individual diner is primarily responsible for keeping tables clean rather than the cleaning staff or outlet operators. That's up from 58% of respondents in 2021. But What could be the possible reason for this shift in mindset,
2: you know, I believe that we have been put. You know, we we are known to be a a country full of fines and rules and regulations, mm-hmm. right? But but these norms that have been established, I think they've been quite successful in shaping. You know, expectations of what it is to live in a place like Singapore, right? And mm-hmm. our shared spaces. What is our responsibility? So, I this finding clearly reflects that. It, probably has to do a little bit with our post-pandemic situation as well because the pandemic shook all of us up Mm. and we never imagined that the world would come to a standstill and it did so post-pandemic I think many of us emerged uh, from the restrictions more compassionate more understanding we appreciate very much now our freedom right to be able to go out and eat in large groups and so forth so I believe that much of this is also spilled over from how we managed to survive the pandemic. And it brought us that consciousness that we have to do things together, right? Mm. So this is probably a reflection of that. And of course, you know, with the younger crowd and uh, yet the younger generation, where we have, you know, uh, uh, more education and nudges, you know, in the educational sphere, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, we are, this is the beginning of, you know, a, a shift, right, in our social norms and things. But Prof,
1: interestingly, when it came to personal responsibility, possibility for other public spaces such as outdoor parks, shopping malls or MRT stations, the picture was less rosy. Some 77% of respondents in 2022 thought it was the government's responsibility to keep Singapore clean, an increase from 73% in 2021. So now, well, the difference isn't very great comparing things between the two years, 2022 and 2021, but overall, 77% is quite high. What's stopping us from adopting the same mentality that we see in keeping food outlets clean. I
2: think probably there are two tangents, um, you know, of this going on. The first, uh, the more well, the more immediate one, would be discussion on what individuals can do and what individuals find it difficult mm. to do. Right. So let me give an example. Food outlets. What we're talking about is leave the table clean. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that all of us can do as long as there is a proper trade return area and, and the signages are clear and it facilitates, right? the logistics mm. facilitates a co-partnership. But when it comes to, for example, you know, a bin that is overfilled or you know, spillage on the floors, right, <laughs> individuals cannot imagine what we would do except walk around these things. <laughs> In each of our minds, there's a, a reality check what can I do as an individual, you know, to control and to moderate my own behavior and to play my part in cleaning up after myself? And what I cannot imagine that I could do, you know, in situations where public cleanliness requires, uh, instruments and and uh, you know equipment, right? That mm. ordinary, you know, uh, patrons will not be able to get their hands on. Then, in which case, um, we expect that the proprietors and the professional cleaning staff would do that that part of the cleaning so that's Mm. one discourse but the second discourse and this is an interesting one right when we talk about shopping malls and uh, parks and MRT stations Mm -hmm. these establishments have no problems right year after year the feedback the report card is like a plus for them right we are Mm. so appreciative of how clean you know for example our public transportation uh, Mm. spaces are so you know I think part of the response also writes on this, right? We see that for example, our MRT stations are kept, you know, pristine, right? They're so clean. So we imagine that well, to to continue this trajectory, we will expect the MRT, SMRT, will continue to do their part, and we do our little parts, right, by making sure that we don't litter, etc. But by and large, the cleanliness of the station, for example, right, is is upheld, right, by by the establishment.
0: You know, I want to picture an overflowing rubbish bin. Fifty nine percent thought. Cleaners were not doing their job effectively, and 81% felt more money should be spent on cleaning services. So, should more money be spent on hiring more cleaners to keep public spaces clean? I mean, I feel there are enough cleaners already.
2: Yeah, you know, I think sometimes with regards to public perception surveys, we don't join the dots, right? Mm. <laughs> we, we say, yes, we should have more people because it's not good to have trash all over. Mm. But we can't, you know, as, as lay observers, can't quite link it to how much it will cost us if we had to bring in and you know increase the army of cleaners so that's that you know that kind of link link i think moving forward we might want to render these visible right we Mm -hmm. of course it's good to to have you know more of everything but there are consequences intended and unintended so you know, moving forward If we render these visible Then perhaps then, you know It will drill home our uh, responsibility And the gains that, you know We will we will gain from it If we have, you know Just spend less on Venus You know, do a little bit more ourselves And then it will benefit everyone But coming back to your specific question Again, this has to do with You know, when it comes to an overflowing rubbish bin mm. That's a tough one, right? If you walk by a bin like that You know, what is your responsibility? Your responsibility is not to add to that over flow right so therefore in a case like this we immediately say it's the cleanest job and if it's if the bin is like that then surely the cleaner has not been doing his or her job right Mm. so that's why the response is the way it is it's a tough one so i do think that uh post-covid no, we do we note that there was a you know a shortage of labor supply right particularly mm. to the cleaning industry so i think that this is one area where in order to ensure that you know whatever solutions that we propose is sustainable and cost effectiveness is an important consideration the next step really would be what can we do to partner you know, Mm -hmm. our cleaners to ensure that things are done without, you know, increasing costs. So one important thing, we live live in a very dense city, right? There's so many of us and we, we create a lot of trash. So one small step forward for each of us would be to monitor our own behavior and to question if we need to generate so much trash right Mm. if every one of us you know we are able to hold back you know just use the same cup you know you know for many many visits to the barrister you know to to get your drinks and so forth and cut back on individual waste and perhaps um, that's one you know one, one trajectory moving forward where individual citizens Mm. can partner establishments right so -hmm. that we can continue to have clean spaces without increasing cleaning costs.
1: So Prof, of course, uh, the bigger uh, issue here is about social responsibility. Will we see radical frameworks of responsibility being created and maybe residents of an area will be given ownership over the cleanliness of their own neighbourhood? I
2: think that would be a very exciting proposal moving forward. Right now, when we ask these questions like we did in this survey, clearly you know there is a distance between aspirations and behavior right mm-hmm. we feel that we should this is you know keeping our shared spaces clean is a shared responsibility and we want to do our part and we should do our part then when it came to specifics like would you join you know a, a public cleaning endeavor the question is ah maybe not mm-hmm. maybe not so <laughs> we need a little bit of nudge right we, mm-hmm. and, and so I think in a way when we see that this space is ours and we can see the co-owners and our people we share it with, that, you know, promotes a stronger sense of ownership. So let me give you an example. School canteens, you know, and office pantries and so forth, right? Pantries Mm -hmm. where you share with co-workers, you know, tend to be kept clean. For two reasons number one it's more like a fa- your home pantry right because you're sharing it with your friends and so forth and number two you know the other users so mm. therefore you know to keep your maintain your public face right you've got to make sure you do your part otherwise they will call up on you so mm. how do we co-curate these Shared common spaces and lay, you know, like let them be an extension of our homes, right? Mm. And I think once you get a core group, you know, know, the professional busybodies, right? A core group going where gentle nudges, uh, no stomping, mind you. I okay? we also need to. We need to nudge each other in, in, in gracious you know, mm. <laughs> manners, right? And, and no public shaming and so forth. Because to, to build a gracious society, the way we do it also must be gracious, right? Mm-hmm. But if we could, you know, just have a lot more of us saying when you go to your neighborhood food outlet, right? You see each other almost every day because most of us eat out at least once a day. Claim that as your community kitchen encourage each other to do the right thing, help to clean up and the cleaners become, you know, a friend because Mm. you see the cleaner every Mm. day. So, you know, you you sort of like grow that community spirit and it will, I think that will improve our sense of ownership. And then with that, small steps, right? Small steps, but certainly, you know, that's the way we should progress moving forward.
0: Absolutely we can all do more to be socially mm-hmm. responsible. We've been speaking to Professor Paul Instron, sociology professor at the Singapore Management University and co-lead of this study we've been talking about. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Prof. Have a great Thank rest of the for, day. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O, available on Google Play or the App Store.